Welcome back to When Mamas Rise Up podcast, where we empower you all to rise into the very best version of yourselves. I'm Liz. And I'm Jenna. And we're a couple of moms who have risen up from losing ourselves in the trenches of motherhood. And we are here to help you guys do the same. We actually just talked about rewording that Mm -hmm. and saying we do not have everything figured out, but we are working through things. And so we are sharing our experiences as we work through um, just... I don't even want to say issues, but just life and parenthood and just figuring it all out. So um, we are together right now in the flesh. I am in Colorado. We are staying with Liz and her family. Um, I brought my gang of five. We traveled across the country. We got here yesterday and it's been madness really since we got here. Like there's nine people in this house and it's been madness. Um, I think they're a little overwhelmed. We're a lot. We, I mean, my kids are eight, six, and two. We're a lot. Um, but the kids are having so much fun together. It's really fun. We've, they've never met before. I've actually never met her kids and she'd never met mine. We've always just been together. Um, you know, like on trips and stuff, just solo. So we've never met each other's families, which is kind of crazy to think about really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the husbands took the kids to sky zone which is awesome. Like Jenna had that idea this morning. She was like, why don't, cause we wanted to record we we haven't recorded in so long. Um, but yeah, we wanted to record. This is like the perfect timing and we were going to try to, it just wasn't going to happen with everybody in the house. So they took the kids to go jump for an hour and a half. We are squeezing this in and it's going to be amazing. So, okay. We have to talk about what we've done since we got here about 24 hours ago. Not even that. Okay, guys. So not even, not even. Um, all right. So Liz is a yoga instructor and I've always known this about her, but I have never had the pleasure of experiencing like Liz, the yoga instructor (laughs) in the flesh. Like I got to go to one of her classes this morning. And first of all, it was, I had to set my alarm for three 30 this morning, which was painful, but, um, I, I was totally expecting, I mean, every experience I've ever had with yoga in the past was like, home, <laughs> like namaste, like everything is like, you know, super, super calm and just stretching. And this was not that like, <laughs> not in any way. First of all, I had no idea it was hot yoga. So we walk in and the room is a hundred degrees. No, I had no idea. Um, and we, we get going guys. And Liz just like comes out of the shell and she's like dancing around the room and she's got this energy and she is like throwing out all of these yoga flow. I don't even, I was like trying to keep up guys. It was, it was a lot and it was not at all what I was expecting, but it was really cool to see because that was a whole side of Liz that I've never seen before. And I've never done hot yoga that way. Like it was very high energy and that was not at all what I had expected. Um, and it was amazing. It was so good. And it was challenging. I was dripping in sweat. I felt so good afterwards. And I was like, no wonder Liz is just this like ball of freaking sunshine all the time because she does this multiple days a week. And I was like, if I did this multiple days a week, I would be feeling wonderful as well. So it's like, it all makes sense now. But yeah, that was super cool that I got to do that this morning, even though it was so, so early, but it was, it was great. I forgot. What I was <laughs> um. I forgot what I was going to say, but she did awesome. Jenna was like, I haven't done yoga in 10 years. And I was watching, she was up front center. She went to the very front of the room. I was very proud of her. That was really just so in case she needed to escape the room and <laughs> get out and get some cool air. But here's the thing. I 
to each their own as far as there's so many different types of yoga, different styles. And like, I think that is what people envision if they don't do yoga typically, typically. And they're like, uh, you know, it's boring. I don't want to go. I don't want to go to, you know, it is, it is, there are very many different styles. So, um, I teach a power, a hot power class and yeah, we get, we get going. Like I crank the music, we move our bodies. We, we work. It's good. I enjoy it speaking yoga. She, like, she was speaking yoga terms. And I was like, what is she even saying? It was like another language, but I was like, just watching other people trying to follow along and follow along with Liz. But anyway, it was super fun. Um, but something that she does, that's really cool in each class is she kind of sets an intention with each class. And today she really hit hard, um, about talking about living with intention. And so I was like, man, that would be a really great topic to cover in the podcast about, you know, as we're heading into 2024 and we're wrapping up this year, um, you know, it's very, very common for everybody to have new year's goals and new year's resolutions and this and that. And it's like, we have to bring it back to living life with intention. And that's something that we both agreed that we wanted to kind of talk about today. Yeah, that was what, so I was hitting on Basically the idea, I think we get stuck, we get stuck. And this is why we did this podcast is because, or why I'm so passionate about this podcast and bringing the message to people is like, I've been stuck in the past of just going through the motions of life and like not looking at it as like, Hey, this, this is meant to live with purpose and intention. And so that was the message today because it's like, life is going to pass. It's going to continue to pass by whether we like it or not. And you should be living life with intention and purpose. And so if you feel like, you know, Hey, 2023, I was just surviving. I was just kind of coasting through things and just trying to get by each day. We've been there. Okay. It happens, but this is the year 2024 is the year where we really put an intention with the year. And that's what I challenged the class to do today is, you know, for me, I know not everybody does this is pick a word for the year. Um, Last year, I chose the word charge. And the reason behind that was I had actually just heard the story about the the bison and how they charge into a storm. And I loved that. We shared this on another episode, but it was, you know, if you haven't already heard the how bison will face a storm, like if a storm is coming through, um, they will charge into the storm, right? They don't just versus cows where they will turn around and run from the storm. And so meaning they're in the storm longer, right? Cause they versus just charging into it. And so I chose the word charge for the year because I really wanted to, I had big goals and I wanted to just start to get more uncomfortable and charge into scary situations that make me uncomfortable because I know those things. Yes, they're uncomfortable, but I know those things are going to make me better. And so my word was charge. I didn't, I don't expect everyone to choose a word, but I, challenge the class to think of a word or an intention for the year. And maybe, you know, maybe it's like, I want my intention to be centered around fitness and health. I want my intention to be around finances, or I want my intention to be around relationships. And you can have a category, right? You can have a category for each of those or a goal, I guess I should say an intention for each of those. But that's kind of what we wanted to challenge people listening today. We wanted to challenge you guys today to also come up with your intention because this is going to be released um, January 29th. So we have a few days, December 29th, <laughs> December 29th. Uh, 
it is December 29th. Okay. Um, but we have a few days until the new year. And so this gives you some time. Like Jenna and I went after yoga, we went to the coffee shop and we sat down and we talked about our intentions and our goals for 2024, you know, our personal goals, our physical goals, our business goals, our goals for this podcast. Um, and so we were like, okay, well, we should probably share our specific goals. We're going to talk about our physical, like a more of our health and fitness goals, just so that you, you know, to hopefully inspire you guys and just to kind of show you how we set our goals and, um, I guess, hold ourselves accountable and lead by example and show you guys that, you know, you need to be setting these too, because the purpose behind this is a lot of times, and I'm guilty of it in the past is I have this goal quote goal, and it's just something that I think about. Okay. I just think about it and it sounds like a really great thing, but I never put it down on paper. And that's what we sat down today is we sat down and we wrote down our goals on paper. We got very specific about our goals. We made sure they were realistic for me. I just set a 90 day goal. Jenna was looking at her entire year. Like we kind of like broke it up into little chunks of the year, but, um, yeah, unless it's written down and specific, it's just a wish. It's just a dream. Um, and so I guess we'll share our physical, our physical goals. My, so my, I have been for the last like year and a half. I, it's very, this sounds so annoying. Trust me. I know as I'm about to say it, it is hard for me to gain weight. And I've been trying to gain muscle mass. I've been trying to put on a little bit of body fat because in the past I had gotten just a little too lean for, you know, it just wasn't as healthy. And I've been working on putting on muscle. So I've been eating a lot, been in a calorie surplus. I've been working on either a surplus or just kind of maintaining my weight and still focusing on strength and, and things like that. But for the first time in over a year and a half, probably almost two years, I'm going to be going through a cut. So I'm going to be decreasing my calories, um, putting my body in a calorie deficit, right? So I'm burning more calories than I'm consuming just to like, literally just to have a new focus. Like I want to shred a little bit, um, and just show some of this muscle that I've been working to put on. So the goal is, and this is, a. I guess it's more of an eight week goal. I want to, it doesn't sound crazy. I'm going to, I want to lose five pounds of body fat. And then my goal at the end of eight weeks is to be able to do 10 consecutive unassisted pull-ups. So that's my focus. I just picked a performance goal and then more of like a body composition, weight loss, fat loss goal. So that's where I'm at. It's so if you think about it, they're called smart goals, right? It's specific. So in eight weeks, I want to lose five pounds. I want the scale to be at 150 pounds. I'm, this is my personal goal. It does not mean I'm, I'm just sharing this because it's, I have been, I have been working on just eating as much as possible and I'm ready to just not be in that mindset anymore. Um, and then, you know, realistic, it's attainable, it's realistic and we can measure it, right? I can measure it on the scale. I can measure it in pictures. I can measure it with actual measurements in the way my clothes fit. And then uh, obviously with pull-ups, we can measure that by being able to do 10 pull-ups unassisted. So that's where I'm at with my goals. Jenna, where are you at? 
All right. So first of all, we're passing a microphone back and forth, which is why there's kind of like a weird pause in between. (laughs) It is kind of awkward, but anyway, um, mine, I'm still kind of ironing mine out, honestly. Like I, I have talked about before how I just started doing CrossFit again. It's been a few years since I've done CrossFit and it's been a while since I've done any kind of like CrossFit competition. So, um, at first when I like started going back to the gym, I was like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get like as into this as I used to be. I'm not going to be like competing or doing anything. I just need to get out of the house, you know, get challenged a little bit. Well, it did not take long for that fire to just get like torched up inside of me and be like, okay, no, I am in this, like, let's freaking go. Because to be honest, like, um, I mean, I did CrossFit and I coached CrossFit from like 2011 to 2019, maybe. Um, I'm looking at you like, you know, you don't even, I didn't even know you then. Um, but throughout that time I would get like, I would get to a point where I was like pretty decent and I was like trying to do like some local competitions here and there. And then I would get pregnant. (laughs) And then, um, you know, obviously like things change when you get pregnant. And then after you have a baby, it takes probably a solid year to kind of build it back up after you have a kid. And then, you know, I had Harper and Hunter so close together. So it's like, once I got to that point, I got pregnant again. And then once I got to that point, I got pregnant again. So, um, and then the final reason I broke my wrist. So I'm like, okay, I've got nothing in front of me now holding me back. Like, I'm not going to get pregnant again. I'm hopefully not going to injure myself. Like I'm kind of at this point now where I'm like, I have my nutrition dialed in, which I never had before. I was like, let's see what I can do. Like, let's see what I'm capable of. And it's really, really cool to like challenge myself and set these massive goals of like, let's see if I can reach it. And so as far as like being super specific, um, I haven't gotten too specific yet. Um, my goal in 2024 is to do a CrossFit competition again, to some degree. Now, I don't know if that's going to be local or something a little bigger. Um, I need to kind of like really sit down and think about that. And then just as far as like physique goals, um, I'm working with a coach too, and I, I don't really have a specific number there, but I'm trying to find that line between like being able to gain muscle and get stronger, but also staying lean enough that like, I feel good for body weight movements and gymnastics types of movements. So it's like, I don't know, I'm going to have to really, really dial in on nutrition this year. Um, this past year I was kind of, I did not have a lot of physical goals this past year. And it's like, I'm feeling that, you know, like I, I, it's not like I went backwards with my physique or anything, but I wasn't really working towards any specific goals. And this is that happens when you don't have a specific goal, you don't go anywhere. Okay. Or you go backwards. Like those are your two options when you don't have a specific goal that you're working towards. Like it's very rare that you find yourself moving forward. And so that's why setting these goals is so important guys, because like Liz said, like a goal without a plan or anything without intention, it's just a dream and it's just in your head. And it's just like, Oh, I hope that'll happen someday. We can't sit and wait and hope for things to happen or hope that one day you'll wake up and things are going to be different or, um, you know, we have to write it down and we have to get a plan together because, you know, that's how you, that's how you live with intention. You know, that's how you move forward because it's almost impossible to move forward in life or grow like without setting goals or should we go into the balance conversation? Not yet. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Liz has one more thing. (laughs) I think we've talked about this before. I think we have on other episodes, but like she was saying, tying. So when you have your goal, getting very specific, but writing it down, because then that just, it makes it more real. Like it's right there. It's tangible. You can go back to it. You can, you know, continue to come back to it, especially on days when you're like, I just, 
don't feel like doing this. Um, so getting very specific, but also tying a why to your goal, like why you want to do this, why. And it has to be like something that means a lot to you. So whether it is a health and fitness goal, um, you know, I always think of the example of like parents, like maybe your why is like, Hey, I want to be healthier. Cause I want to show my kids how to live a healthier life. I want to keep up with my kids or I want to keep up with my grandkids or, you know, I want to be 80 years old and not relying on a ton of medication. You know, I want to just, whatever it is, like it has to be a very strong, powerful why, because again, like I said, there are going to be many, many days where you just don't feel like doing the things that are going to help move you forward towards that goal. And this why is going to, it's going to allow you, or it's going to kind of force you to continue to move forward and execute on days when you do not feel like doing it because it is so powerful to you. And it means a lot to you. Um, now does 10 pull-ups mean a lot to me? Do I have a really powerful why to it? Maybe not. I mean, but as, so as a health and fitness coach, I truly believe I need to be leading by example. I need to be showing my people that I'm out here doing uncomfortable and hard things. And pull-ups are extremely uncomfortable to, uncomfortable to me. I've been avoiding them because I'm not good at them. I used to be good at them because I worked on them. And so I just want, like that to me is really powerful. I need to be showing that I'm actually going out and doing things that are uncomfortable and that are challenging to me. Um, and so, because I think that's going to, ripple over to my people and they're going to go out and do the same and they're going to get better. So that's kind of, yes, I can tie a, a why to doing pull-ups. So, um, yeah, number one, write your goal down, make it very specific, make sure it's realistic, give it a timeline. Like I'm going to do X or even like Josh <laughs> was saying, Josh is our coach. He's been on the podcast before, but he was saying like, even just wording it as if it's already happened, because then that means that makes it feel even more realistic. Like it's already happened. You're putting it out into, you know, the universe that you've achieved that goal when we know we haven't yet, but that makes it more realistic. So, you know, you're writing it down, you're putting it there so that you can continue to come back to that goal. And, um, when you have a timeline to it, it gives you a sense of urgency as well. Like, so I want to hit 10 pull-ups in eight weeks. That's going to give me a sense of urgency to work on pull-ups every single time I am by a pull-up bar, um, every single time I'm lifting. So, um, and then, like I said, tie a Y to it. I think too, that the timeline aspect is also very important because like, you don't, it doesn't even have to always be a physical goal. Like no. we're using right now. Like I'm even thinking a financial goal, like, let's just say, paying okay, off paying off a car, but we're saying like, okay, I want to save $20,000 by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, putting that, I could just say, I could, I want to save $20,000. Well, okay. That's a dream. Mm -hmm. I want to save $20,000 by the end of the year. Okay. What's that look like when I break it down per paycheck? You know, you're able to break it down and you can take it into bite-sized pieces so that as the year goes on, you can literally see what you're doing to reach that goal. You know, because like I said, if there's not a plan to it, 
you know, you're just going to sit there and keep wishing that it's going to happen. So you need to break it down into a plan because also too, when I say, oh, I want to save $20,000. Well, that's pretty overwhelming. But if I break it down into weekly, which I don't even know what that is weekly, don't monthly, whatever. (laughs) It's like, okay, that's a little more in table. Oh, okay. I can just skip going out to eat a couple of times a month and probably put that back. And it's like, you know, all of a sudden it's achievable and you're, you're able to kind of believe in yourself a little bit more. And so when we bring it back to like the confidence, you know, conversation, keeping promises to yourself, when you can do those small things, it's like, okay, I can save, I can save a hundred bucks this month, like by cutting here and there and whatever. But when I think, okay, I can't save $20,000 in one sitting, obviously that's a little more, um, that's a little more, not scary, but it's like, okay, am I really going to be able to do that? So you doubt yourself a little bit more, whereas you get more self-confidence when you break it down into smaller chunks that you're able to actually achieve. I am, I'm going to tie it back to a health and fitness goal because I know with this time of year, a lot of people are starting to focus on that. And like Jenna just made me think of that when you're like, if it is a finance goal and it's $20,000, whenever you're setting this, this long-term lofty goal, that is very overwhelming. So maybe you have 50, 60, 70 pounds, hundred pounds to lose. Okay. To get to your ideal, your healthy body weight, that is overwhelming. And I know that can hold a lot of people back from just sitting there and writing down a goal or thinking through a goal. Cause it doesn't seem it seems very unattainable, right? When you're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I have such a long way to go. But if you do, you break it down into smaller chunks. Okay, in eight weeks, what is realistic? Well, 100 pounds is not realistic. 50 pounds is not necessarily realistic in eight weeks, would you say? 50 pounds, not healthy, not healthy and sustainable, which is what we coach, okay? We wanna make sure people are doing it in healthy ways um, that are sustainable ways. So no, not 50 pounds in eight weeks, but- Okay. For a female, a female 10 to 20 pounds in eight weeks, right? Cause you can reverse engineer. Okay. Each week, if I want to hit 10 pounds, I'm going to be looking at, you know, two pounds a week. Or if I'm, tr- if I'm trying to hit <laughs> 10 to 20 pounds, it's like, okay, one and a half pounds a week, two pounds a week. That's what I'm shooting for. Well, that seems a little more realistic. That seems a little more attainable. That's less overwhelming. Okay. We've gotten through an eight week chunk. I'm down 20 pounds. I'm down 15 pounds because I really dialed it in. And this is going to lead us into our next piece about balance and being a little more realistic about this, this whole quote balance, this word, this hot word that we hear all the time of like, how do I achieve balance when I'm working towards a goal? Let me just be the first to tell you, I hate the word balance and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I cannot stand. I, I shouldn't say that. I think that I need to just like shine a light more so on like what balance is. And cause I get so many people who say, okay, I want balance in life. I want to be able to do all of these things well in life and whatever. Okay. When you are working towards a goal, which hopefully you are, hopefully, you know, this is what we're getting across. You're planning on setting a goal, whatever it is going to require you to make some sacrifices in other areas. Okay. Because when I think about the word balance, think about a scale. And you think that, you know, those old scales that have like, you know, the hanging things on each side, it's a balance, right? It's not moving. When you're in balance, you're not moving. Everything is, everything is at zero. Okay. That's what I think of when I think of balance, everything's at zero. So how can you go after a goal or move forward or grow when nothing is moving? Right. So you need to be a little bit more, um, 
aggressive, I guess you could say, and be willing to make sacrifices in other areas in order to move forward in a specific area of your life. So that could mean sacrificing like, okay, I'm not going to go out with the girls on Saturday night because I've got these physical goals, or I'm not, you know, I'm going to say no to having that drink because I'm going to wake up at 3.30 in the morning to go to a yoga class. You know what I mean? It's like you have to kind of make sacrifices and like looking at balance is a little bit different in that way. And the way that I kind of look at balance is, you know, I'm going to, if I have a goal, I'm going to go hard until I reach that goal. But at the same time, there are aspects of life that it's like, you don't want to drop the ball in other places. Okay. So if I'm looking at physical goals, business goals, personal family goals, or whatever, or just those aspects of life, you know, you're, what's, what is it? You're keeping the plate spinning Mm -hmm. in all of those areas. So you have to make sure that you're not dropping plates. Okay. So I've got boundaries that I set in each of those areas that it's okay. I still hit these specific goals. I don't even want to call them goals. I hit these check marks in these areas every day to make sure that I'm not dropping the ball in other places, but I am going to go a little bit harder in this direction because that's where my goal is. And that's how you continue to move forward. I don't know that I, no, you did. Um, when she's talking about plates, spinning plates, like, you know, like you're at a circus and you have like the (laughs) stick and you're spinning a plate on there. Like there's, you're spinning one plate. Well, what's happening to the other plate. So she's just using that analogy to focus on other areas of your life, which it's just inevitable. But here's the thing. I don't want you to listen to this and be like, well, that's not sustainable. I don't want to do this. Like what they're talking about. This is realistic. Like this is, if you have a, like a big goal and you're working towards that and you have a strong why. And like, you're like, yes, I'm doing that this year. There are going to be seasons Okay. There are going to be seasons where, like she said, your balance is there's one area that you are, um, pouring into a little bit more and you may start to feel other areas slip. Okay. But that's, it's just inevitable. It's part of this. It's part of this whole process. And there are moments where you're going to stop and realize, okay, this area needs a little bit more of my focus, but these are seasons where, she was talking about the word sacrifice where you are sacrificing things and that's going to feel really hard, but I want you to shift the mindset and think about, yeah, I'm sacrificing a girl's night out and going to happy hour with, you know, my friends, but I'm investing, I'm making an investment in this area. That's going to move me forward. I'm making this investment that is in this, this, this goal that is going to be so worth it. The more investments that I make into it. And so while there may not, there's no such thing as this perfect balance, there may be seasons where, Hey, things feel a little more balanced. Like I feel like I'm, I'm doing really great at being mom. And I'm also able to get my fitness in and I'm, you know, my nutrition feels good. Like there's going to be seasons where those things feel balanced. But like she said, you, you may be in a maintenance phase as far as health and fitness goals. Like, because when you are in complete balance, like the scale is at zero. So you're not necessarily making these huge leaps and bounds, um, towards certain goals, but that may be the season that you're in. So I just wanted to like, I guess, just thinking about how this should be a long-term I always go back to health and fitness. Like this should living a healthy lifestyle should be the long-term focus and no, we're not just going hard for eight weeks, but it's this season maybe, okay, I have 20 pounds to lose. I have 50 pounds to lose. So I really need to, I'm going to sacrifice this area and I'm going to make a ton of investment into this area. 
I think it, this also, this made me think of, I think Josh is the one who said this too, is it's like, when you set a goal, you have to think, okay, what am I willing to do to get that, to get to that goal? Okay. You have to list off all these. Th- are you willing to give up your girls nights at happy hour? Okay. I'm not willing to do that. Okay. Well then you need to adjust your goal. Yeah. And so it's like, you either adjust what you're willing to do, or you adjust your goal, um, depending on what, you know, where you're at. But like I said, you have to kind of figure out, you, you know, you said, okay, I'm, I, maybe I do have good balance in these areas and I'm a good mom and I'm doing okay here and I'm doing okay there. But at the same time, if you're doing well in all those areas, you're probably sacrificing. And at this point too, though, I don't even know that it's a sacrifice because like I said, we didn't, Liz and I both agreed we were not going to have a drink last night because we wanted to get up early, but I don't feel like that was a sacrifice because at this point in my life, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. The old version of ourselves would have considered that a sacrifice, right? Like, so the more, I guess the more sacrifices quote that feel hard, those are just going to become easier and easier. Right. As you grow as a person, I think that it's always evolving too. like, just as you grow as a person and where you want to put your focus, because like, you know, for this, for these next three months, maybe I am going to really pour hard into my fitness goals or whatever, ideally longer than that. But like, let's just say I'm going to give it three months and I'm going to go really, really hard. I'm going to sacrifice in these other areas of like saying no to going out with friends or, you know, sacrifice. I, I always stay up late and watch Netflix and I'm going to, I'm not going to do that so that I can get in bed early and get up and get my workout in. So it's like, it's going to require getting a little bit uncomfortable, but that's growth. I mean, you can't grow without getting uncomfortable. That's just a rule. Like, and it's, it's always a rule that, you know, I knew about, but it's like, until you actually live it out. And once you actually trust it and you're like, okay, this is super uncomfortable, but I'm going to trust it. And then once you see how it starts to pay off, you know, you're keeping those promises to yourself. You're starting to grow. You're getting more self-belief and then it all just compounds. You start to build. It's like a snowball. And then all of a sudden, by the end of the year, you've like made growth in all of these different areas. Cause like I said, it's always evolving. It doesn't always, you don't have to say, okay, I'm putting all my focus right here for the next 12 months. You can go kind of one thing at a time. And like I said, evolve as the seasons change in your life. Yeah. And I think that's a big takeaway. That's a big takeaway from today is if you are not willing to make certain sacrifices, right? Like then you need to adjust your expectation of what results you're going to see. Or like you said, adjust your goal. Like it's the saying, like, don't be upset by the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. Like, remember that because you, is your goal really your goal? If you're not willing to make some sacrifices and looking at it as an investment, it's an investment in the area you want to move towards. But if you're not willing to make these sacrifices in other areas and give up certain things and, you know, put in the work when you don't feel like doing it, then you need to reevaluate or readjust what your goal is. Change your expectation of what the results are going to be. For sure. So bringing it back to just living with intention in 2024, you talked about, um, you talked about your word for 2023. What's your word for 2024? I want to know. I don't have one yet. I really like, I want to keep charge, but I, I, I also, I need to, to reflect a little bit and think about, um, my word. Are you going to share yours or not today? Okay. Let's hear it. Jenna has a really good word. Um, so, I mean, I think I shared this even just on the last podcast and I mean, you guys have all been along for the ride of my life and (laughs) where, yeah, like where I'm at. So, I mean, I feel like 
just 2023 was just just a roller coaster and coming off of the antidepressants and figuring out emotions and learning about myself again and like um you know all these things i just i just feel like i'm a roller coaster still like i i don't have a grip yet on all my emotions and i have a lot of like traits and skills that i'm trying to build within myself um as far as like just being able to be really just steady and just steadfast. So that's my word for 2024 is just steadfast. Um, I want to not be such a roller coaster of emotions all the time <laughs> and just like get a grip on, you know, just my feelings, how to control them. Um, always stay moving forward. Cause like I said, I, I was just a roller coaster. I still am, but that's my goal. I mean, and so that's the thing is it's like, you almost have to, with these words and with these goals, guys, you have to act as if I'm going to bring it back to that because you're, if you're acting as if you're already that person, you are that much closer to becoming that person daily. So if I can start out every day acting as if I am, you know, the steadfast person that you know, has a grip on things, has control of things. Like I can act as if, and that's how you develop those characteristics. And that's how you become that person, because it's all about manifestation, visual visualization, acting as if you already have all of these things. Like that's how you bring it to fruition. Can my word be intention? Yes. <laughs> I think I want to either those just pop into my head present or intention or intent, because I think it's not only as a mom like that, like I, I get so focused at, like we said, fo so focused on one area and yes, we are all about like what we've just been talking about, but I think I want to be whatever is in front of me. I want to try my hardest and just be very present with whatever that is. Whether if I'm on a call with a client, I want to be focused on that client and you know, pouring into them and not thinking about the laundry that I have to go do or the mess that's downstairs, you know, or I, I don't know. I think, and in my workouts, I want to be more intentional and just very present in my workouts and not on my phone answering messages to clients, you know, like it's just a constant battle for me. And so that's, I think maybe that might be one of the words that I'm leaning towards. So thank you for pushing me to come up with that. I'm going to think a little bit more on it, but I'll get back to you guys. So, um, I think we're like, we're ready to close this out. That was, that was our 2024 or coming into 2024, but I really want to encourage everyone think about your intention. Doesn't have to, we don't even have to put the word goal on it. Like what is your intent, your intention for 2024? And um, take action on these things, right? Like we said, start writing them down. Even if you have to just sit there and brainstorm, just like we were just kind of writing words and phrases down. We weren't necessarily getting super specific. And then we took those words and phrases and we did break them down into a little more specific, realistic, <clears throat> measurable goals. So now it's not just a, a dream. It's something that like, okay, we're going to make this happen. And we've talked about accountability partners. Share your goals with someone that you are close with, share your goals with an accountability partner. Or if you don't work with a coach, Hey, we're here, right? Reach out to us. We are more than happy to help. And, you know, we will be running an eight week challenge coming very soon in the new year. So that's another thing to keep in the forefront of your mind is if you need a coach, we can hold you to these goals too. Like this is something that I'm, we're both pushing our people is to start coming up with 
these exact same things we're talking to you guys about and make sure you are tying something that's really powerful to it. Tie a why that's powerful to your, your goal that you've written down. So take action. You guys, we want this year to be the best year for you. I get life is going to happen, but if we have these things in place, um, you know, things are going to get thrown our way no matter what, but we, as long as we have a really good focus on this specific goal and we have something that's, you know, means a lot to us, that's tied to it. We're going to be able to keep pushing no matter what make great things happen in 2024. I have a really good feeling about it. Um, but yeah, I have a good feeling for all of you and for Jenna and myself, it's going to be a really great year. So head into it with the right mindset, the right intent, the right focus. And, um, we will be back. So our goal, and I'm going to put it out there because I, I want to hold us to this. Our goal is to really start releasing one episode a week. Um, we'll start there. It'd be great to release more than that, but like we need to get consistent with one episode a week. The goal is I think Monday morning, we both decided on like, it's going to be released Monday mornings. Um, we're always open to feedback, but I feel like Monday is a great day to just be like, yes, like let's listen to the mindset. Let's get better today. Start the week off strong. Um, so if you guys, as usual, have found some value in this episode, if you've enjoyed our podcast, you guys, please continue to share the show. And because um, obviously this is how we can continue to organically grow and help more people and make 2024 an incredible year for everybody. Absolutely. So um, we will close it out. But like Liz just said, um, if you find value in this, don't forget to share and tag us on and five-star reviews always. <laughs> Nothing less. <laughs> um, but all right. Well, we will talk to you guys in the new year. So hope you guys have a happy, safe, healthy new year. We will be wrangling a bunch of kids and making yummy food and fireworks. have playing with fireworks. <laughs> What was I thinking? So that was the cool version of me at the grocery store a few days ago. I'm regretting that. But happy new year, you guys. Thanks for being on. See ya. Bye.